Hola, les habla Iván Méndez, pastor de Nuevo Amanecer Toronto, y les invito a escuchar esta enseñanza, en la cual recibirás principios prácticos para que tu vida sea transformada y puedas vivir y recibir cada una de las promesas que están en la Palabra de Dios. Todo lo que hace una tormenta, ¿no? Thank you. Um, eso hacen las tormentas en la vida. Un pequeño vientico, algo que no sale como está planeado y nos cambia toda la vida. Hoy fue uno de los días más fáciles para llegar acá. Today was actually one of the easiest uh, days actually to be able to get here. ¿Para cuánto fue fácil venir hoy? For how many of you was it was easy for you to be able to get here? Pero hay mucha gente que no vino. And so there was, you know, maybe a lot of people who didn't uh, come today. Porque es que vieron en las noticias. Because you know they saw the weather cast or what they were uh, saying. They saw the news. Y las noticias dicen tantas cosas. And so the news, you know, they tell us a lot of things. Las noticias nos dicen desde hace 16 años o 20 años. You know, news have, have been telling us for around 16 or, you know, so years. Este invierno va a ser el peor invierno en la historia. This is going to be the worst winter in all of the history of winters. ¿Alguien ha escuchado esa noticia? Have you guys ever heard that news? Okay. El verano más caliente. Este año nos vamos a cocinar, eh, vamos a quedar fritos porque el verano va a ser terrible este año. Or you might even hear, you know, this winter is going to be the hottest winter. We're going to, you know, the ice is going to melt. We're going to melt because it's going to be terrible. ¿Cierto que sí? Right? Las finanzas. Muchos no compraron casa desde hace 5, 6 o 7 años porque este año la caída del mercado va a ser terrible. You know, even in the housing market, you might have heard it's not the time to buy because if you buy now, 5, 6, 7 years ago, the market's about to crash and then it's going to be terrible for you. Y ayer, un montón de llamadas, hay servicio mañana. And so yesterday we received a whole bunch of uh, calls asking us, will there be service tomorrow? La respuesta es la misma hace 16 años. And the, sir, uh, and the answer has always been and will continue to be the same from 16 years ago. Solo por muerte súbita del pastor. Only because of a sudden death from the pastor. O un miembro de su familia en primer grado de cosanguinidad. Or from the first, uh, your immediate family. Someone dies from your immediate family. Y ya ni eso. Not even that. Porque si yo me muero, aquí está otro pastor que puede hacer el servicio igual. Y me encantaría que la gente siga haciendo lo que tiene que hacer, esté yo vivo muerto. Pero entonces lo que quiero decir con esto es que aprendamos de, de de algo y es nuestra vida no puede estar determinada por los pronósticos, diagnósticos o circunstancias. And let's learn something and that is we cannot let our lives be lived or be dictated uh, by the circumstances that are around us. Sino por nuestras decisiones. But by our own decisions. Okay, son nuestras decisiones las que determinan nuestra vida. It's our decisions that determine our lives. No los pronósticos. Not the diagnosis or what they're saying. Buenos días. Good morning. ¿Cómo están todos? How's everybody doing this morning? No son 
los pronósticos ni los diagnósticos los que determinan tu vida. It's not the diagnoses or the prognoses that they give you that determine your life. Es tu día a día, tus decisiones. It's your day to day, it's your decisions. Amen. Amen. Lo voy a decir otra vez. I want to say it again. No son los pronósticos ni los diagnósticos, It's not the las noticias lo que determinan tu vida. Son tus decisiones. It's your decisions. Para mucha gente la están llamando hoy, están llamando a su diciendo, está aquí una tormenta terrible, no hemos podido salir de la casa. You know, for, for some of you, maybe you've had some people who've called you and say, there was a terrible storm we weren't even able to leave our homes no pudimos ir ni a la iglesia hoy we weren't even able we weren't even able to go to the church today y la verdad es que está haciendo sol and the reality is you know that it's, it's a little sunny outside pero para mucha gente hay una tormenta terrible but for many there is a horrible storm donde está la tormenta where is the storm en nuestra mente in our minds ¿Y qué produjo la tormenta? And what did this storm produce? No, ¿qué la produjo? ¿Qué, oh, qué? sorry, and what produced this storm? Lo que la gente dice. You know, what people often say. Amen. Right? Tremenda enseñanza nos dio el Señor hoy, ¿no? No, the teaching that the Lord has given us today. Ya nos podemos ir We a la casa. Ah, pero ¿saben qué es lo gracioso? But you know what's the most funny? Que los centros comerciales abrieron así, media hora, y ya deben estar así. You know, it's funny that, you know, the malls probably opened up about maybe five, ten minutes ago, and they're probably already like this. Ahí no hay tormenta. There was a storm. There was Entonces, a bueno, storm. vamos a celebrar Navidad el día de hoy. So we're going to celebrate, you know, Christmas Eve today. Uh, yo sé, cada año pasa lo mismo, y es que me mandan posts diciéndome que el niño Jesús no nació el 24 de diciembre. You know, I, I often get, and this is something that reoccurs a lot, I always get posts and stuff from people that say, I mean, tell me, you know, like, Jesus wasn't born on the 24th, and, you know, I know. Y la respuesta es la misma de cada año. And the answer I will always give is going to be the same. A menos que nos manden una fotocopia del registro civil de nacimiento de Jesús, lo seguiremos celebrando en lo que tradicionalmente se ha celebrado. You know, unless they give me Jesus' birth certificate with the date he was born, we're going to continue to celebrate it on the day that we can, which is, you know, this time. Y vale la pena aclarar que las señales que hay en la Biblia de cuando nació Jesús es más o menos en otoño, no, no en invierno. And, and so, you know, the signs that we find in the Bible, um, you know, given from, from the manuscripts and stuff, it tells us that most likely Jesus was born somewhere between uh, fall, but not winter. Pero volvió, digo, hasta no tener la fecha exacta, pues seguiremos usando la tradición para celebrar el cumpleaños más importante que hay en la historia de la humanidad. But until we find some sort of, you know, concrete evidence, we're going to continue to celebrate it how we've been celebrating it for the greatest birth that happened in all, all humanity. La letra de la canción que cantaron los niños. How many of you guys enjoyed the, the, the song lyrics for the songs that the kids actually sang? Hermosísima, ¿no? Ese es nuestro Jesús. It is beautiful. That is our Jesus. Estamos, empezamos una serie hace ocho días que se llama Volver al Origen. You know, and we started a series uh, eight days ago or a week ago uh, that's called, you know, Going Back to the Origin. Y estoy convencido de que es la palabra de Dios para el 2023. And I'm convinced that this is the word of God for 2023 for us. Volver a dónde? To go back where? A donde todo empezó. To the origin where everything started. Uh, cuando yo recuerdo, yo tengo cinco hijos y ahora cinco nietos y la enseñanza para ellos siempre ha sido la misma cuando salimos a un lugar con mucha gente, un centro comercial o, o a cualquier lado. 
and you know, in this, uh, you know, I myself have have five children, and now I also have five grandchildren. And the same um, rhetoric, or the same thing that I told my children, I tell my grandchildren, it's the same thing I always say. Like, for example, when we go to a place that's very crowded, like a mall, let's say. Si por algún momento nos llegamos a perder, si te pierdes y no sabes dónde estamos. You know, and I often say to them, if if there's ever a moment where you feel like you're lost or you're not sure where you are, para de caminar. Stop walking. No salgas a correr. Don't start running everywhere. Y más bien quédate en el último lugar donde sabes que estuvimos juntos. And so rather go look for the place where we where it was the last time we were together and and go there. Y quédate quieto. And stay and just stay still. Just stay there. Porque cuando yo no te vea a mi lado me voy a devolver por donde hemos pasado hasta que te encuentre. Because what I'm going to do when I realize that I haven't that you're not with me, I'm going to go back to all the points we were until I find you. Y yo creo que esa instrucción viene de Dios. And I, and I truly believe this, this instruction comes from God himself. Cuando te sientas perdido. When you feel like you're lost. Para de correr. Stop running. Deja de correr como una gallina sin cabeza. Stop running like a headless chicken. Ustedes dirán, las gallinas sin cabeza no corren. You might ask yourself, wait, chickens without a head run? Las de mi abuelita corrían. My grandma's chickens without heads used to run. De hecho, para esta temporada era una cosa muy cruel. You know, as a matter of fact, for this time around, for the season, you know, this would be something that actually was very cruel. Porque al pobre pavo la gallina le daban trago. Because, you know, they would feed alcohol to the chicken or to the turkey. Y nos ponían a los niños a correrla. And, you know, we just have to go and chase after it. Es cuando la gallina ya estaba así toda crazy. So when the chicken or the, or the turkey was all crazy. Le quitaban la cabeza. They would chop off the head. Y aún salía. And then it still would kind of run for a little bit and then it would fall. Entonces no corramos como gallinas me quedaron todos así. Pero es que a usted ya se la venden sin cabeza y lista, pero igual la tienen que matar. And so obviously some of you guys are looking at me like, whoa, what the heck? But the good thing is that now you can just bite off the store already, you know, it's ready for you. Entonces, cuando te pierdes no salgas a correr como gallina sin cabeza. So when you get lost, don't run uh, like a chicken without its head. Quédate quieto. Just be still. Eso dice el Salmo 47. Stay still. I'll recognize that I'm God. No, y eso es lo que dice el versículo. Eh, Quédate quieto quédate y reconoce quieto, que, que soy yo soy Dios. Dios. Okay. No salgas a correr. Don't just go off running. Vuelve al origen. Go back to the origin. Ahí él te encuentra. That's where he will find you. Y quisiera comenzar hoy retomando una analogía, un ejemplo que hicimos la semana pasada para conectar todo. So I'd like for us to kind of recapitulate what we talked about last week by giving you guys back or taking you back to the example which we were talking about last week. Entonces si puede pasar por aquí mi alma. So if my soul could please walk here. Y el Espíritu Santo también le invitamos acá. And also the Holy Spirit, if we can welcome you here. Un aplauso para el Espíritu Santo. A round of applause for the Holy Spirit. She's on fire. Es bien importante este ejemplo para poder entender la enseñanza, ¿ok? This is a very important example, so que es que está en fuego el Espíritu Santo. It's a fire spirit, yeah. Yeah, literally. Okay, entonces los seres humanos fuimos creados completos en Dios. So you know, as humans, we were created fully, made whole in God. Cuerpo, and in a body, alma, and soul, y espíritu, and in spirit. Okay. El cuerpo, pues, es lo más bonito que ustedes ven, la parte de afuera. You know, the, the body is the exterior, the most beautiful thing you see. Uh, el alma es lo que va adentro. The soul is what you, you know, what goes inside. Tiene tres componentes. It has three components. Mente, corazón y deseos. It has mind, uh, heart, and desires. 
O mejor, mente, corazón y voluntad. Or we can word it differently. We can say mind, uh, heart. heart, and will. Okay. Básicamente, en el alma es donde están nuestros pensamientos, eh, intelecto, memorias. So basically, in our soul, our mind has our thoughts, our memories, our intellect. intellect. En nuestro corazón están nuestras emociones y sentimientos. And then in our heart, it's our emotions and our feelings. Y finalmente, el alma es la que decide. And then ultimately the soul decides o sea, es la que ejerce la voluntad. it's the one that executes the will okay, okay. Y el espíritu es la parte de Dios en nosotros. and so the spirit is that part of us in God es Dios en nosotros. it's God in us okay. All right. Cuando un ser humano muere, el espíritu es de Dios, pues vuelve a Dios. You know, when, when a, a person dies, uh, their spirit, their soul goes back and it um, it's goes, from God and, it's from God God and comes back to God. El cuerpo es del polvo de la tierra y vuelve y se descompone en polvo de la tierra. The body is, um, it is soil from the earth, so it goes back and dust from the earth and it comes back and it, you know, disintegrates and turns back into dust. Mejor dicho, somos 100% biodegradables. So we're 100% biodegradable. ¿Sí? All right. El alma es la que es eterna. The soul is eternal. Realmente el alma es lo que somos. The soul essentially is what we are. Y por eso es que cuando hay un cadáver, uno, la gente está llorando encima del cadáver y dice, se murió, no está. And so that's why oftentimes you see people crying over a cadaver because you say, no, they're gone, they're, they're no longer living with us. Y dice, pero si ahí está. But they're right there. Pero lo que no está es el alma. But what's no longer there no is the soul, the emotions, los sentimientos, the feelings, las memorias, the memories, el poder hacer algo, the power to be able to do something. Su voluntad no está. The will is not there. ¿Cierto? Right? Entonces, ¿qué es lo que no está? So what isn't there? El alma. The soul. ¿Entendemos la importancia del alma? Do we understand the importance of the soul here? Ahora, ¿cómo nos creó Dios? So how did God create us? Se me hizo mi alma. So... Uh, Dios nos creó para ser un cuerpo que hace cierto so, aparentemente lo que quiere. So God created us to be a body to be able to do whatever he pleases or what he you know, designed us to do. Pero la verdad es que el espíritu está decidiendo qué hacer. But the reality is the spirit is deciding what we're going to do. Entonces mi espíritu le dice a mi alma. So my spirit tells my soul y yo hago lo que mi alma me diga porque es la que ejerce la voluntad. And so I do as my spirit or my soul says because I'm just the body which it works on. O sea, yo amo. So I love. Yo sirvo. I serve. Yo doy. I give. Yo perdono. I forgive. ¿Por qué? Why? Porque es lo que Dios hace. Because it's what God does. Y él tiene el poder y la autoridad en mi vida. And he has the power and the authority over my life. Así fuimos creados. That's how we are created. Para ser el reflejo de Dios en la tierra. To be the reflection of God here on earth. De manera que todo el que nos vea ve a Dios. So that whoever sees us will see God through us. Fácil, ¿no? That's pretty simple, right? Pero vino el famoso pecado original. But then the original sin it comes in. ¿Por qué se llama original? Porque fue donde todo empezó. Why is it called the original sin? Because that's where everything started. Donde empezó lo malo. When you know wickedness started. ¿Y qué fue lo que pasó? And what is it that happened? Que este cuerpo decidió que no quería hacer lo que Dios dice. That this body said I won't do what God is telling me to do. Yo tengo una idea mejor. I have a better idea. Yo no confío en que lo que el espíritu de Dios me dice sea bueno. I don't trust in what the spirit of God is telling me is good. Entonces el espíritu de Dios se alejó de mí. So that the spirit of God simply just Oh no, mejor quédate. 
No, uh, let me make the example better. Actually, the Spirit stays there. The Spirit remains, but I chose to leave because I wanted to do whatever I wanted. Él está en el mismo lugar. The Spirit is in the same place. Y con la misma gente. And with the same people. So then we live our lives without the Holy Spirit. Y sin el Espíritu de Dios, mi, agua, mi alma es powerless. Es, eh, no tiene poder. So, my, my soul without the Spirit is powerless. It has no power. Entonces ahora mi alma hace lo que el cuerpo quiere. So now my soul reigns and does whatever it wants to do. Entonces ella quiere que yo haga algo. So the soul would tell me you better do something. You're going to do what I say. Entonces yo no perdono. So I don't forget. Yo juzgo. I judge. Yo castigo. I bring punishment. Hago lo que me da la gana. I do whatever I feel like doing. Y lo que mi hacer, And so whatever my body feels like doing, yo le voy a dar gusto. I'm going to give that pleasure to him or her. Todo lo que mi Everything that my body desires. La no lo llama cuerpo, lo llama carne. The, the, uh, the word of God doesn't uh, refer to it as a body. It calls it as the flesh. ¿Qué es la carne What is the flesh biblically speaking? Mis my natural desires. Vamos bien hasta ahí? Do you understand what I'm saying right now? Okay. ¿Lo dejamos ahí con esa imagen? So we're going to leave that there for now with that image. Bueno, ahorita lo hacemos otra vez, pero, pero básicamente lo que vino Jesús a hacer So basically what Jesus came to do es a mostrarnos cómo es un ser humano completo. Is to show us how a whole person should be. Espíritu, alma y cuerpo. Spirit, soul and body. A pagar por lo que nos impedía volver a ser completos en la cruz. To pay for that which stopped us from being whole in the cross. Y ahora, por voluntad, por deseo nuestro. And now by our own will, by our, yeah, by our desire. Rendirnos a que el Espíritu vuelva a estar en nosotros. We surrender so that His Spirit will be back into us. Entonces ahora volvemos a sentir los deseos del Espíritu. And so now we begin to feel once again the desires of the Spirit. Lo que el Padre desea. What, a, what the Father desires. ¿Cierto? Mi carne desea vengarse. My flesh requires or would desire for me to take revenge. Y el Padre quiere amar y perdonar. But the Father wants to love and forgive. Mi carne quiere ser el que manda, el que tiene todo bajo control y el que recibe todos los beneficios. My flesh wants to be the one in control and the one that receives all the benefits. Pero el Padre quiere usarme para ser el que bendice, el que ama y el que... Ayuda a otros. But the Spirit wants me to be the one that you know loves, serves, and just gives to others. Finalmente, ¿dónde está la voluntad? Ultimately, where's the will? Pero está afectado por mi carne. So it rather it would be affected either by my flesh o por el espíritu. Or by the Spirit. Okay. Okay. Muchas gracias. Does that example make sense? Thank you so much. A round of applause to our examples. Ese fue el ejemplo de la semana pasada. That was last week's example. Pero es muy importante tenerlo en cuenta para entender lo que Dios nos quiere hablar el día de hoy. But I wanted to kind of, you know, bring emphasis on this again because I really wanted to focus on what God wants to speak to us. Cerramos la semana pasada con un versículo que está en la carta tercera de Juan capítulo 1 verso 2. And we closed the uh, last week's teaching with this verse found third John 1:2. Tercera de Juan capítulo 1 verso 2. Dice, aquí está. Uh, amado, yo deseo que tú seas prosperado en todas, diga conmigo, todas las cosas y que tengas salud así como prospera tu alma. And so we're going to read from 3 uh, John 1 and 2 um, and it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper 
and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Prospering in all things. Prospering in all things, as, yeah, as thy soul prospereth. ¿Cuál es el deseo del Padre? What is the Father's desire? Que seamos prosperados en todas las áreas, okay? That we would be prospered in all of our areas. Y que tengamos salud. And that we would have good health. Lo dice el okay. apóstol Juan, no lo digo yo, lo dice la Biblia. This is what the Apostle John says in the Bible. ¿Sí o no? Llegó right? Mi, llegó mi alma. My soul. Uh, que seamos prosperados en... That we would be... Uh, my soul has arrived here, he's making a joke. But we would be prosperous in what? No, pero con convencimiento. La palabra de Dios dice que el, el deseo de Dios es que tú seas prosperado en todo. So say this with me, uh, you know, with conviction, like if you really believed it, that you would be prosperous in what? In all things. Porque es que si tú no crees eso, perdemos el tiempo. You know, because if you don't believe this or don't align with this, then we're wasting our time. Si tú crees lo que la religión ha enseñado, y especialmente para podernos robar a, a los nativos americanos, entonces a tus tatarabuelos, pues... Eso es una mentira. You know, if you don't believe this and you don't... Si tú crees la mentira religiosa que nos enseñaron los conquistadores para poder robar a nuestros tatarabuelos... If you believe the lie, you know, of the conquistadors or the colonizers when they came, you know, that you took away your, um, your grandparents... Tus tatarabuelos... Your great-grandparents... The religious system tried to teach you that... It's bad to be prosperous. Yes. And that's what the conquerors who came from Europe tried to teach you or to your grand, 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 great, great, great grandparents in order to steal everything there from us. What he said. Pero la verdad But es que truth. Dios quiere que seas prosperado en todo. But the truth is that God wants you to be prosperous in everything. Amen. A mí también me da una alegría tremenda saber que el deseo de mi papá es que prosperen todo. Because God wants me to prosper. My father wants me to prosper in everything. Que mi matrimonio sea próspero. That my marriage would be prosperous. Que sea absolutamente próspero en paz, en gozo. That I would be prosperous in peace and in joy. Que todo lo que yo emprenda tenga éxito, prospere. That everything that I do would, would uh, prosper and everything that I decide to take on would go well. Además de eso, que tenga buena salud no es el deseo de un buen padre que sus hijos estén enfermos. And also on top of that, to also have good health, it is not a father's will for his children to be sick. Pero nos está dando la clave. But he's giving us the key. ¿Cómo hacer para que prosperes en toda área de tu vida? How can you prosper in every area of your life? ¿Cómo hacer para tener una salud próspera? How to have a prosperous life? Si tu alma If your soul prospers. Si tu alma. If your soul ¿Qué hay en prospers. Tu alma? What's in your soul? Pensamientos. Your thoughts. Tu conocimiento intelectual. Your knowledge. Intellectual knowledge. Intel intellect. ¿Sí? Correct. Tus memorias. Your memories. Tus emociones. Your emotions. Tus sentimientos. Your feelings. Entonces, si tu manera de pensar y tu manera de sentir mejoran, prosperan. So if the way of looking at everything, of thinking, of the way you do things, you prosper and they become better. No. Si tu manera de pensar prospera. If the way of thinking that you have Prosperous, y tus emociones y sentimientos están bien. And your emotions are well and your feelings are well. Entonces todas las demás áreas de tu vida estarán bien, incluyendo Everything tu salud. Everything else around you will uh, go well, including your health. 
Lo dice el Señor. Entonces a veces perdemos tanto tiempo esforzándonos y esforzándonos por hacer un montón de cosas. So oftentimes, you know, we're, we're making, we're striving to make all this effort to do things. Y es lo que la vida nos propone, esfuérzate, estudia, saca cosas, emprende, haz muchas cosas. You know, y, y deja tu alma de últimas. And it's what life tells us, you know, become a business person, go study this, do these things, and you know, this is what... Y dejas tu alma de últimas. And you leave your soul at the end. Pero no es lo que Dios dice. But it's not what God says. Por eso es que hay mucha gente que prospera en muchas áreas, pero después se enferman y no logran disfrutar lo que hicieron. This is why maybe someone might prosper in a lot of areas, but then, you know, they get severely sick or their health is impacted and they're never able to truly reach the potential of what they wanted to do. No, to enjoy what, to they, enjoy what they wanted to do. No, lo que consiguieron. Oh, what they did, what they tried to do. O sea, do. se esforzaron en hacer muchas cosas. They, 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 um, they were so, they strive to do so many things que cuando las consiguen, that when they finally get those things, perdieron otras. They lost others along the way. Perdieron la familia. They lost their family. Perdieron la salud. They lost their health. Perdieron el gozo. They lost joy. Entonces, ¿para qué prosperar un área si las demás no? So why prosper one area if you can't prosper all the other areas? Es como si tú tienes tu mesa de comedor. It's as if you had your dining table. Y tú quieres que tu mesa sea más grande, más alta. And you want your dining table to be bigger, to be greater. Y le estiras solo una pata. And you only stretch out one leg. ¿Te queda sirviendo? Do you think it's going to work? Todo se va a caer. Your table is going to be slanted. Qué rico que todas crezcan al mismo tiempo. How wonderful would it be if all the legs from the table would grow together. ¿Cierto que sí? Right? Entonces, ¿cuál es el secreto del Señor? So what's the secret of the Lord? Bueno, ni siquiera secreto, está ahí a gritos, no es un secreto. I mean, it's not really a secret. I mean, he's, he's saying it pretty clearly in the word. Está muy claro. It's very clear. ¿Cuál es el principio fundamental de Dios para What nosotros? What is the fundamental principle for God or our lives? Que si nos enfocamos en que nuestra alma prospere. That if we focus on our soul prospering. Todas las áreas de nuestra vida, incluyendo nuestra salud, prosperarán. Everything in our lives, including our health, will prosper. Ahora, ¿cómo hacer que prospere nuestra alma? ¿Qué now, significa más bien para Dios que nuestra alma prospere? How do we ensure, how do we um, make sure that our, our soul prospers, you know, the way that God tells us? Dejando que sea influenciada por el Espíritu. We have to be influenced by the Spirit. Creo que ya todos tenemos bastante experiencia de lo que es dejar que nuestra carne influencie nuestra alma. You know, I think many of us have a lot of experience of what it means to let our flesh influence our lives. Sí o no. Soul, right? Llevamos muchos años dejando que se haga lo que nos da la gana a nosotros. Many years, maybe in our entire lives, we've allowed uh, things to kind of go the way that we want it to go. Es que yo quiero hacer. I want to do. Es que a mí me parece. I think. Es que mi plan es. My plan is. Y usamos a Dios como accesorio. And so we use God as an accessory. Por favor, bendice y haz que salga bien mi plan. So then we might go and we might pray to God and we say like, allow my plan to prosper in me. Bendícelo en el nombre de Jesús. Bless it in the name of God. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Que salga bien. Let it go well. Pero realmente estoy haciendo mi voluntad. But in reality, I'm just doing my will. O voy hago lo que me da la gana. Or, you know, I might just go do whatever I feel like doing. Y luego digo a Dios que lo arregle. And then I might go and tell Jesus, you know, please fix this. Diosito, que no vaya a quedar embarazado. Yo que no vaya a quedar embarazado. Lord, please, I don't want to be pregnant. I hope I'm not pregnant. O sea, hice lo que tú me dijiste que no hiciera. You told me, I did what you told me not to do. Y es tu deber evitarme las consecuencias. But it is your, your will or your what you have to do to make sure that I don't, uh, that I avoid the consequences. You know, you might say, oh, I did this or I stole this or I put this wrong in the invoice, but I hope that I'm not caught. 
Y si vivimos la consecuencia, entonces nos ponemos bravos con Dios. Or if we end up having to pay the consequences of our actions, then we might go and we blame God. O, o a Dios al que, o al que caiga, ¿no? Or God or whoever, you know, whoever's along the way. En los 90s en Colombia era Pablo Escobar. You know, in the 90s, in the late 90s or, or whatever, it used to be Pablo Escobar. You would blame everything on Pablo Escobar in Colombia. En Colombia. Lo que pasaba, ¿quién fue? Pablo. You know, what would happen oftentimes, you would blame it on Pablo Escobar. En nuestra vida siempre tenemos un culpable. In our lives there's always someone that we can put the blame on. El pobre diablo casi siempre paga el pato. You know the, the poor devil he usually pays the consequences. Es que es que, me hizo. You know this Satan man he did to me. Cuando nos volvemos cristianos fue Dios. When we become Christians we're like no it was God. Fue la voluntad de Dios esta enfermedad. It was God's will for me to get sick. No es que Dios me quitó el matrimonio. Oh God he took this marriage away from me. Dios hizo que este negocio fracasara. God made it so that this business would fail. Nunca la voluntad de Dios hacer mal. It's never God's will to do wickedness. Okay. Y si no buscamos culpables. And if we don't, then you know we often look for uh, for someone to blame. El más famoso de todos quién es? The most Humanamente famous one. Hablando. Humanly speaking. ¿Quién? En consejería hemos aprendido que el más famoso de todos es mi papá. You know, and oftentimes in our in our counseling sessions, we find out that the person to, to blame the most is our parent or our father. You know, 99.9% of people would say that the, the reason or the consequences that they live in their lives are due to their parents or their father or their mom. Otros, su mamá. Others, their mom. Otros, la suegra. Others, uh, their mother-in-law. Es terrible. That one's a terrible one. Y otros, el marido. Or others would blame also their husband. O la esposa. Or the wife. Y ya con los años. And so with the years as they pass by. Los hijos. Your children. Cuando ya no hay ninguno más. When there's nobody else. Te gobierna y juega. This government. La derecha, la izquierda, los demócratas, los republicanos. The Democrats, the Republicans, the liberals, the conservatives. Y ahorita el Banco Central de Canadá. And now the Central Bank of Canada. Sí o no. Right. Pero siempre habrá alguien a quien echarle la culpa. But there is always going to be someone that we have to try to put the blame on. ¿Y qué pasa cuando encontramos a alguien a quien echarle la culpa? And so what happens when we find someone whom we can put the blame on? Que nunca prosperamos. That we never prosper. En ninguna área de la vida. In any area of our lives. Porque encontrar el culpable jamás cambia las circunstancias. Because to never, to always be looking for someone to blame, that's never going to change the, the, the outcome. ¿Cuál sería entonces la respuesta? What should be our response to this then? Que nuestra alma prospere. That our soul Oiga, ustedes están difíciles hoy. Guys, ustedes dejaron el alma en la casa y vinieron con la tormenta, today. ¿o cómo fue? La respuesta de Dios es que tu alma prospere, no que encuentres un culpable. Un culpable es solo una excusa. The, the, the point of God is that your soul would prosper not for you to find someone to blame. Busque, encontrar un culpable solamente es una excusa. Looking for someone to blame is just an excuse. Ah, yo soy así porque fue que a mí me hicieron. You know, and you might say, I'm this way because they did this to me. So what? Entonces, ¿qué? Para eso vino Jesús. That's why Jesus came. Para tomar todo eso y ponerlo en la cruz. So that you could put all those things in the cross. Y puedas vivir la vida para la que Dios te destinó. So that you would be able to live the life that God destined for you. Tu padre tiene planes de bienestar para ti. Your father has plans of good and not of evil. Deja de buscar excusas para no vivir. Stop looking for excuses not to live them. Amen. Amen. 
Ay, no, es que yo no salí porque es que dijeron que iba a haber una tormenta. Oh, I didn't go outside because they said that there was going to be a storm. ¿Y cómo estuvo la tormenta? And how was the storm? Terrible. Horrible. ¿Verdad? ¿Saliste? Right? Did you no, go outside? No, me la pasé en pijama todo el día viendo televisión. No, I was in my pajamas all day long watching TV. ¿Cómo sabes que estuvo terrible? So how do you truly know that it was that bad? Todo el mundo lo dijo. Everybody was saying it. You know, have you ever talked to, to someone and they say to you, like, you know, everybody's saying. That was something that was very common here at this church, as a matter You know, they come up to me and they say, Pastor, you know, everybody's saying. Dame nombres. Give me names. No, todos. No, no, just in general, everyone. Johncito, ¿te estás diciendo tal cosa? Johncito, are you saying this? No. Nati, tú. Nati, are you saying this? Mariano. Mariano. No. No. ¿Quién es todo el mundo? So then who is everyone? Bueno, una persona. One person. No es todo el mundo. Not everyone. Okay. Okay. Entonces la responsabilidad está en nuestras manos. So the responsibility is in our hands. Que nuestra alma no sea más gobernada por nuestros deseos, sino por los deseos de Dios. That our soul will not be governed by our own desires, rather by the uh, by the government of God. Y eso es lo que significa el señorío o el reinado de Jesús en nuestras vidas. And this is what it means to be under God's sovereignty or to be under His kingdom. By the way, quiero hacer reforzar algo que ya dije, pero que pasó así. Y es tiene que ser voluntario. You know, and I want to make emphasis, and I think maybe this I said it, but it didn't pass. But I just want to make this in understanding. It has to be in willingness. You have to be willing to 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 recognize that. Es algo voluntario, no puede ser forzado ni obligado. It's voluntary, it can't be forced. Por eso amar a Dios es amar. That's why loving God is loving Him. Amar, el amor es libre. Oh, sorry, loving, loving in general, freedom. Si tu pareja no tiene opción, if your partner doesn't have an option, no te ama. They don't love you. Tú eres la única opción. There, you are the only option. Eso no es amor. That's not love. El amor tiene libertad. Love has freedom. Entonces, si no tuviéramos otra opción sino amar a Dios, no es amor. If we only had the option of loving God, then it wouldn't be love. Eso es lo que se llama legalismo. This is what we call legalism. O religiosidad. Or religiousness. Si no haces esto, te va a caer un rayo, te va a partir. If you don't do this, then the lightning's going to strike you and then this is going to happen to you. Entonces ya no es amor. So it's not love anymore. Es un miedo ni el tremendo a que me caiga el rayo. It's a fear, a constant fear of, you know, the, the, the thunder just going to strike you, you know. Pero no es amor. And it's not love. Entonces, decidir vivir bajo el señorío o el reinado de Jesús es so algo voluntario. So to live under the lordship or his kingdom is to, for you to do it willingly, in your own will. Es creer y confiar que el plan y la voluntad de él para nosotros es bueno, agradable y perfecto. It's to believe and to willingly accept that his will for our lives is good, perfect and pleasing. Eso dice Romanos 12:2. This is what Romans 12:2 says. Que los planes que él tiene para contigo son de bienestar y no de calamidad. That the plans that he has for you are of good and not of evil. Entonces, ¿qué significa? Ah, si los planes son buenos, yo voy a confiar en tu plan. So if you know if you're If your plan for my life is good, then I'm just going to simply believe in it. Y luego lo disfrutas. And then, afterwards, you enjoy it. Sometimes we want to do it the opposite. We want to enjoy it first and then live it. With God, it doesn't work this way because then it wouldn't be by faith. 
por fe significa okay, yo te creo, hago lo que tú dices y entonces disfruto tus By faith is, you know, because I believe it, because therefore I'll do it, then I live it. Miren esta, esta, esta porción bíblica es un poquito larga, pero es espectacular para entenderlo. Look at this beautiful portion of a biblical verse that we're going to read. It's a little long, but look what it says. Es está en Galatas capítulo 5, 16 al 18, dice, por eso les digo, dejen, permitan que el Espíritu Santo los guíe en la vida. Entonces, diga conmigo entonces, no se dejarán llevar por los impulsos de la naturaleza pecaminosa o de la carne. La naturaleza pecaminosa, la carne, desea hacer el mal. O sea, precisamente lo contrario de lo que quiere el Espíritu de Dios. Ahora, el Espíritu nos da deseos que se oponen a lo que desea la carne, la naturaleza pecaminosa. Esas dos fuerzas, ¿cuáles fuerzas? Mi carne o el Espíritu luchan constantemente entre sí, en la guerra espiritual. Entonces, ustedes no son libres para llevar a cabo sus buenas intenciones. Pero cuando el Espíritu los guía, ya no están obligados a cumplir la ley de Moisés. Ahorita lo explicamos. I'll explain this in a second, but we're going to read first Galatians 5, 16 to 18. And so it says, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then, say with me, then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do sinful evil. Sinful nature is the same as flesh. Yes, the sinful nature is the same as flesh. Uh, to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are opposite of that sinful nature or the flesh desires, okay? These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you're not free to carry out your good intentions. And this is what we know as spiritual warfare. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. Entonces, básicamente lo que está diciendo es que a medida que tú rindas libre y plenamente, te rindas a la, a la, a, libre y plenamente a la vida dinámica del poder del Espíritu, los anhelos o deseos de tu vida pierden fuerza cuando tú te rindes a los de él. So, so basically, in, in, the, in the measure in which you give uh, or you, yeah, you surrender fully in your life, uh, your dynamic life or the, your daily life, to do the power or to be under the power of the Holy Spirit, then you start to abandon the desires of your own life or of your flesh. Or the, or the cravings of your flesh. No sé si se está entendiendo lo que estamos diciendo. Si tú decides voluntariamente rendirte al Espíritu. So if you willingly surrender yourself to the Holy Spirit. Vivir la vida del Espíritu. To live the life of the Spirit. Intencionalmente, Señor, yo quiero seguirte a ti. Intentionally saying, Lord, I want to follow you. Empieza a pasar algo dentro de ti. Something begins to happen inside of you. Que lo que empieza a funcionar en ti, los deseos que empiezan a nacer en ti, son los del Espíritu. So the desires that begin to be birthed inside of you, the ones that come out, begin to come from the Holy Spirit. Ya no los deseos de tu carne. It's no longer the desires of your flesh. Okay? Yo por lo menos era alcohólico, periquero, borracho de todo. You know, for, for me, in, in, in my instance, I used to be a, a drug addict, an alcoholic. Um, y, de, y de fiesta todos dos, tres días a la semana. And I used to be partying all the time. You know, two or three days. Yo pensaba, so then I used to think. Imagínese dejar uno de ir a, a, a rumbas, a fiestas. Eso debe ser horrible porque yo quiero ir a hacer eso. You know, and so I would oftentimes think, I'm like, man, that, that about living or no longer living and partying and leaving that behind, that must be terrible because this is what I desire. It's what I want. Yo quiero ir. I want to go. Me gusta. I enjoy it. Entonces yo pensaba que era imposible. So then I oftentimes would think 
This is impossible. Cuando alguien me explicó esto, when, when someone explained this to me, empecé a buscar lo que el Espíritu decía. I started to look for what the Spirit was telling me. Y los deseos cambiaron. And then the desires began to change. O sea, ya no me llama la atención lo otro. I was no longer attracted or, or that thing called my attention anymore. Ahora son otros los deseos. Now, there were other desires. ¿Se entiende? Does that make sense? No es que tú tengas que dejar de hacer esto. It's not that you have to stop doing these things. Es que tú voluntariamente dejes que el Espíritu this Santo is, te guíe. It's that you willingly begin to let the Holy Spirit guide you. Miren lo, que, lo, que, lo otro que dice, dice, porque tu propia vida, tu carne, ansía las cosas que ofenden al Espíritu Santo y, les, y le impiden vivir libre dentro de ti. Por el contrario, los intensos anhelos del Espíritu Santo, si los dejas que estén en ti, impiden que tu antigua vida, tu carne, te domine. Esas dos fuerzas incompatibles y en conflicto dentro de ti son tu propia vida de la carne y la vida nueva en la creación del Espíritu. So I'm going to try to, you know, explain this the best I can. So it says, oh, awesome. <laughs> For yourself, life craves the things that offend the Holy Spirit and hinder him from living free within you. And the Holy Spirit intense cravings hinder your old self-life from dominating you. So then, the two incompatible and conflicted forces within you are your self-life of the flesh and the new creation life of the spirit. O sea, dentro tuyo, si lo permites, van a haber dos fuerzas y esa es la guerra espiritual. So, you know, inside of you, there is going to be two forces that are opposing each other and this is what we talk about when we talk about spiritual warfare. Y es que en tu mente van a haber una lucha de dos cosas. And so what happens is in your mind, something is waging in there and there's a fight between two things. Tus deseos. Your desires. Los de tu carne. The flesh. Que son egoístas. That are selfish. O los deseos de Dios. Or the desires of God. ¿Cuáles van a dominar tu vida? Which ones are the ones that are going to dominate or rule over your life? Depende de lo que tú decidas seguir. It just depends on what you decide or choose to follow. Si tú decides que sea el Espíritu Santo. If you choose it to be the Holy Spirit. Y lo alimentas. And you feed it. Entonces esos deseos son los que van a tomar control de tu alma. And so these <laughs> are the, the, the feelings or the things that are going to control over your soul. Amen. Amen. This also is very intriguing to me. Pero cuando seas llevado a esa plena libertad del Espíritu de gracia, ya no vivirás bajo el dominio de la ley, sino que te elevarás por encima de ella. But when you are brought into the full freedom of the Spirit of grace, you will no longer be living under the domination of the law, but soaring above it. Entonces, ahí era donde quería llegar. So this is where I wanted to get to. Ahora sí despierta lo que se durmiera. Now you can wake up the person that starts to fall asleep. Cuando tú eres dominado por el Espíritu, when you're dominated by the Spirit, no tienes que vivir pendiente si cumples o no la ley. You no longer have to be uh, thinking about whether you fulfilled or not the law. En la historia bíblica, la ley fue dada cientos y no miles de años después de que el ser humano fue creado. You know, in, in the biblical uh, history, we know that the laws were given hundreds and thousands of years after the creation of, of, uh, Amen. of men. Adán y Eva no tenían ley. Adam and Eve didn't have laws. Tiempo de Noé no había ley. In the times of Noah there weren't laws. Tiempo de del pueblo de Israel cuando se creó Abraham los patriarcas no había ley. You know when the 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 people of Israel the yeah the patriarchs the, the patriarchs like Abraham in those times there wasn't the law. Cuando la nación de Israel fue creada con los doce hijos de Jacob no había ley. When the nation of Israel was birthed from the twelve tribes um, there was no law at that moment still. Pero ellos cayeron en esclavitud. But they fell into uh, slavery. ¿Qué los llevó a la esclavitud? What brought them 
into slavery. They wanted to fulfill the desires of their flesh. So the Lord brought the law with Moses. Ellos pensaron que era seguir la ley lo que los iba a hacer libres. So they thought that by following the rules or the laws they would they were going to be free. Pero no, el Señor les mandó la ley para mostrarles cómo sería de linda la vida si lo si creyeran en él. And so the the reason why the Lord had brought the laws down was because he wanted to see wanted to show them that if they chose to live this way how beautiful life could be for them. No era para que lo hicieran porque él sabía que no lo podían hacer. It wasn't because simply he, you know he would put this down so because he simply knew that they weren't going to be able to fulfill it. Entonces él les dijo, yo quería hacer un pueblo espectacular con ustedes. You know, he said, I wanted to make a beautiful people with you. Un pueblo que gobernara y dominara en la tierra. A nation that would govern and, and, and populate and rule over the earth. Y que viviera de esta manera. And that they would live in this way. Ese pueblo no se roban los unos a los otros. And in this people, they, they don't steal from one another. Ellos ese pueblo no mienten ni se calumnian los unos a los otros. These people don't talk ill of each other. No toman venganza, they don't slander they don't take revenge from each other no se la mujer o el marido, los unos a los they're otros. not going to take each other's husbands or wives ¿Cómo luce de lindo, no? how beautiful does that look ¿Sí o no? right ¿Y sabe que el pueblo? and so you know what the people understood so I guess for me to be able to live good I can't steal no, I no, can't so please God Oh, sorry. I guess to please God, I can't steal. I can't, um, can't lie. I can't cover my uh, my neighbor's wife. I can't do all these things. La gente a vivir por la ley. So then they started to live by the law. Y vivir por la ley se peor and so then living by the law actually ended up becoming worse than by li uh, living in sin. Porque por lo menos el que no vive para, para, por la ley peca y se divierte, lo goza. You know, because those that didn't live under the law would just simply sin and they would just go about their lives. Se van a ir para el infierno, pero por lo menos van felices. You know, at least they would, I mean, they were still going to go to hell, but at least they would go happy. Pero imagínese alguien bien legalista. But imagine someone who was very legalistic. Ni, ni puede vivir en libertad, porque no puede. You know, they can't live in freedom because they can't. Y vive mortificado por el pecado. And they live mortified because of their sin. Eso es más tenaz, ¿o no? Isn't that even more uh, intense? Entonces Dios nos creó para vivir en libertad. Because God had created us for us to live in freedom. No vivir tratando de, de ahogar los deseos de la carne. Not to just bring down, the, drown the desires of the flesh. Pero llenos de unos deseos diferentes. Rather to be filled with different desires. Ese ejemplo lo he usado muchas veces, pero es que no me sé otro más descriptivo. You know, I've, I've used this example countless times, but I, and I wish I had another one, but this is, I don't have any other one that's more descriptive, descriptive than this. ¿Cuánto les gusta la Coca-Cola? How many of you love Coke? Coca-Cola. Solo una mundana acá. Huh? Only one person. Cuando está haciendo calor con harto hielo, así que el vasito está mojado por fuera. When it's very delicious and like you're very hot a summer day and it's very cold and you have ice and they pour it on your glass. Es que es que es muy difícil. Es que uno imaginarse una bandeja paisa, un arroz chino, una hamburguesa con agua. You know, it's very hard for you to picture yourself eating some Chinese rice or a burger or a bandeja paisa, Colombian dish. With, with, with a glass of water. With a glass of water. Entonces, deliciosa la Coca-Cola, ¿sí o no? Coke, that's, that pop is so delicious, right? ¿Cuántos ya saben que es pésima para la salud? How many of you know that that's not really good for your health? ¿Sí o no? Yeah, right? Pero nos gusta. But we enjoy it, we like it. Entonces, <coughs> te dicen, no voy a tomar Coca-Cola, no voy a tomar Coca-Cola, no voy a tomar Coca-Cola. So you might tell yourself, I'm not going to drink Coke, I'm not going to drink Coke, I'm not going to drink Coke. 
usted decide no tomar Coca-Cola pero imagínese esos días del, otro, but, del verano, but, julio, you know, agosto una sed bien horrible y le pasan a usted un vasito de Coca-Cola usted qué hace but you know it's a hot summer's day and it's, you're outside and someone brings you a nice cold Coke Padre bendícela en el nombre de Jesús and so you say Lord bless it in the name of Jesus look 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 and you're going down yeah, and down no. right Tú sabes que es mala. You know that it's bad. Tú sabes que no te la debes tomar. You know that you shouldn't drink it. Pero te la tomas. But you drink it anyways. Pero qué pasa si ese día has tomado mucha agua? But what happens if maybe that particular day you've drank so much water? You've, yeah, you've drank a whole bunch of water. Estás bien hidratado. You're very well hydrated. Y no tienes nada de sed. And you're not thirsty at all. Te sigue gustando. You might still like it. Pero es más fácil decir que no, ¿cierto? But it's easier for you to be able to say no, right? ¿Sí o no? Right? Cuando tú estás bien llenito, hasta así a reventar. You know, when you're full, you know, you're nice and full and you're almost about to explode. Y vienen y te ofrecen ese plato que te es delicioso, pero que tú sabes que es malísimo para tu salud. And you know, they come and they bring you this nice uh, plate of, of food and you know that it's not good for you. But you love it. Yeah, but you enjoy it, you love it. Pero como estás lleno, ¿qué puedes hacer? But since you're already full, you know, what, what can you do? Say, no, no, claro, gracias. You say, no, thank you. Ese es el punto. That's the point. Si tú estás lleno del Espíritu. If you're filled of the Spirit. Puede que te sigan pareciendo agradables ciertas cosas. You know, it could be that certain things might, you know, catch your attention. Pero no vas a estar, no vas a tener que estar rendido o esclavizado a ellas. But you're not going to have to be surrendered or a slave to them. Amen. Amen. Eso es lo que significa que el alma prospere. So this is what it means for your soul to prosper. Que tu alma sea fuerte. That your soul will be uh, stronger or made stronger. Entonces los deseos de Dios son para llevar a cabo su plan y su propósito. So the, uh, so the purpose of God. No, the, 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 the desires. Sorry, sorry, the desires of God is for, for you to be able to fulfill and do His will or His yeah desires. Lo decimos otra vez. Los deseos de Dios son para él llevar a cabo su plan y su propósito en la tierra. Entonces, para él llevar a cabo su plan, necesita seres humanos. Tú y yo. Pero qué necesita de esos seres humanos? Que nosotros voluntariamente le permitamos a él llevar a cabo sus deseos. That us in our own willingness would allow him to carry out his own purpose and desires through us. Amen. Amen. Entonces, ¿será el deseo de Dios que el gobierno sea de izquierda? So, do you think it would be God's desire for the government to be left, uh, left wing, left leaning? ¿Será el deseo del que sea derecha? Is it God's will for it to be all right? Que sea demócrata. That it would be democratic. Republicano. That it would be republican. Liberal. That it would be liberal. Conservador. Conservative. Comunista. Communist. Ninguno. None. El deseo de él es que sea su gobierno. His desire is that his government will Pero solo va a pasar si nosotros lo dejamos. But it will only happen if we will allow it. Amen. Amen. Entonces, los deseos de Dios no son, son necesariamente para que a ti te vaya bien. So the plans of God aren't necessarily made so that it will go well for you. Él dice que esa es la añadidura. He says that that is the add-on. Esa es una consecuencia que te trae. That is a consequence of you living in that. No es el propósito. It's not the purpose. Entonces, ¿será el deseo de Dios que se te arregle el matrimonio? So would it be God's desire for your marriage to, uh, to fix itself? 
Para que tengas buen sexo y duermas bien. So that you'd be able to have good sex and that you'd be able to sleep well. ¿Para qué? For what? Para darle la gloria a Dios todos los días. To give God the glory every single day. No. No. El deseo de Dios es restaurar la, el diseño de familia en la humanidad. The desire of God is to restore the, the, the image of family all, on the, all over the world. Que no haya más chicos sin padres. That there will be no more children without parents. Que haya generaciones enteras que puedan vivir en seguridad y en estabilidad. That there will be generations that will be able to live in security and in, uh, y estabilidad. And in stability. Que no tengan problemas emocionales. That they won't have to suffer with emotional um, struggles. struggles. Que no iban llenos de vacíos que tienen que llenar. That they won't have to live with voids which are they're trying to constantly fill. Para él llevar a cabo su plan. For, for him to be able to carry out his plan. Si tú lo permites, entonces él va a tener que arreglar tu matrimonio. You know, and if you would allow him, then he would have to fix your marriage. ¿Para qué? For what? Para usarte para llevar a cabo su propósito. So that he would be able to use you and carry out his purpose with you. Hello. Does anybody understand this? Hagamos una plata entonces si esa pega. It's the one about money. That way it's Será que Dios quiere sense. que tú tengas mucho dinero para que disfrutes y compres todo lo que quieras you know, y hagas todo lo que quieras. God wants you to have a lot of money so that you'd be able to do whatever you feel like, buy whatever you want, and just do whatever you want. With Tener it. una colección de carros deportivos en tu to basement. To have this collection of sport cars all over your basement. ¿Sí? Dos aviones privados. Two private jets. Eso no cambia la vida de nadie. That doesn't really change anyone's life. Pero será que Dios quiere que no haya hambre, que no haya necesidad, que todas las necesidades de sus hijos estén suplidas en la tierra? But do you think that God's desire may be so that there wouldn't be no hunger, no needs, nobody would have, uh, yeah, no hay necesidades? There would be no needs and they would be able to lack cover of nothing. Lack, or they would lack nothing. Ese es el deseo de Dios. That's God's desire. Ah, entonces si tú dices, sí, ese es tu deseo, yo quiero llevarlo a cabo. So if you say, wow, this is your desire, I want to uh, go forth and do it. ¿Tendrá el problema de volverte una persona adinerada? No, porque él va a poder usarte para su propósito. No, because then he'll be able to use you for his purpose. Igual vas a andar en el avión. You know, you're still gonna go on, on a plane. Posiblemente siga, este, el avión esté a tu nombre. Maybe the plane might be in your name. Pero no es para tu propósito, es para But su it's propósito. But it's not for your purpose, it's for his purpose. Pero tú lo vas a disfrutar. But you're gonna enjoy it. ¿Entiendes la diferencia? Do you understand the difference? De vivir para mis deseos o dejar que él haga sus deseos en mí. To live for my own desires rather than to live for the desires that he has to live through me. Entonces, ya ya hicimos la introducción. So now we've just finished the introduction. Ahora sí vamos a la palabra de hoy. Now we're going to go into the word. Volver al origen. To go back to the origin. Entonces, me llama mucho la atención el primer capítulo de la Biblia. So, you know, I find it very interesting that in the first chapter of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 1, porque es donde está el origen. Because this is where it talks about the origin. Genesis es la palabra eh, hebrea para origen. The word Genesis in Hebrew means origin or beginning. Y me llama mucho la atención porque no hay nada. And it really catches my attention because, you know, there's absolutely, like, there's nothingness. Y Dios empieza a crear. And God just begins to create. Y termina en el verso 31, ese capítulo diciendo, y vio Dios todo lo que había hecho y dijo que le había quedado supremamente bien. You know, it ends on the verse 31 when it says, and God looked at everything he had done and he was pleased with everything he had done. Que le había quedado supremamente bien. And he saw that it was good and it was really good. Mm -hmm. 
Extremely good. Extremely good. Ni siquiera bueno, supremamente bueno. Not just good, extremely good. Entonces, me llama la atención, ¿por qué? Porque no había nada, Dios lo hace todo y dice que quedó supremamente bueno. You know, and it catches my attention because, you know, it starts out by saying there was nothingness and then from nothingness he created everything and at the end he says and he noticed that it was extremely good. De hecho, no es solo que no había nada, sino que había caos y oscuridad. You know, as a matter of fact, it's not that there was nothingness, it's that there was chaos and darkness. And darkness. Okay. Y desorden. And disorder. Chaos and disorder. Yeah. Chaos and disorder and darkness and he says that he makes everything and it says that everything was extremely good you know and I often compare this to my own life because I just remember and I recall the moments where my life was in total chaos and darkness y él lo hizo todo and then he remade everything and he made everything extremely good Entonces, ¿a cuánto le da su esperanza? you know and how many of you maybe might get hope with this y todo está en un solo capítulo de la Biblia. and all of this is found just in the first chapter of the Bible you know how all of a sudden something that was chaotic completely disordered and darkness became extremely good y de nuevo, ahí no había leyes que seguir, no había nada. And you know, here there was no laws to follow, there was nothing. Era solo el Espíritu de Dios. It was just the Spirit of God. Entonces, en ese solo capítulo de la Biblia hay un montón de principios espirituales. And you know, and so, like this, there's uh, many, many hundreds of examples found in the Bible. No, en ese capítulo. Oh, sorry, in that particular verse of the... Uh, a chapter of the Bible, there's a lot of examples from this. Y lo que vemos ahí es la vida del reino. And so what we see here is the life of the kingdom. ¿Qué la vida del reino? And what does it mean, the life of the kingdom? ¿Cómo la vida él es rey? How life works when you are a king. No, he. When he is king, sorry. ¿Cómo la vida él es el rey? How life works when he is the king. ¿Cómo How? Supremamente. Extremely. Bien. Good. Prosperas en todas las áreas. You prosper in all, your, all the areas de tu vida. of your life. Y aparte tienes buena. And on top of that, you have no good a health. <laughs> I don't really have any, many people convinced yet. <laughs> ¿Cómo sabía? How is the life prosperous? With good health. ¿Ya va a terminar? This is always going to be done. No, muy bien. It's going to go really well. Esa vida del reino implica una vida en que hay súbditos de ese rey. You know, the life of the kingdom means that there's subjects to the king. ¿Qué es un reino? What is a kingdom? Donde hay un rey. Where there is a king. Donde hay un territorio donde él reina. Where there is a territory where he reigns. Donde hay unas normas o un estilo de vida de ese reino. Where there is a way of living or a way that you have to live, abide by. Las características de ese reino. The characteristics of the kingdom. Y por último, donde hay súbditos. And in the end, there's also subjects. Porque si el reino tiene súbditos, no tiene sobre quién reinar. If the kingdom doesn't have subjects, then it can't rule over anyone. Amen. Amen. ¿Cuál es el territorio? What is the territory? La tierra. The earth. O sea, tú estás en el territorio. So you are in the territory. Correcto. Correct. ¿Cuáles son las normas? Sus principios de vida. What are the uh, the rules and regulations? Uh, you know, the, the way of life. Uh, the life of the principles. The life principles, principles of life. Yeah. Sus principios. His principles. Okay. Solo falta el rey y los súbditos. So now the only thing we're missing is the king and the subjects. Isaías 9:6 profetizó el rey. Isaiah 9:6 prophesied the king. Pues nos ha nacido un niño, un hijo se nos ha dado. 
El gobierno, el reino descansará sobre sus hombros y será llamado consejero maravilloso, Dios poderoso, Padre eterno, príncipe de paz. Eso era Isaías 9.6, guys. So, uh, we're going to read Isaiah 9.6 and, you know, here we're talking about the king for this kingdom. It says, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government, here talking about the kingdom, will rest on his shoulders and he will be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, So the Lord had already prophesied to us who the king was, Jesus Christ. So, ya tenemos el rey, ¿quién es? so we know that the king, who the king is, Jesus. El territorio, ¿cuál es? And, the, and the territory is which one? La tierra. The earth. Los principios o las normas, ¿cuáles son? Los de su palabra. The principles or, or the rules are where? The word. Ya está todo para el reino. We have everything for the kingdom. Solo falta un detallito. We're only missing one little detail. Los súbditos. We're missing the subjects. ¿Y qué es un súbdito? So what is a subject? Alguien que voluntariamente dice, yo voy a ser tu súbdito, tú eres mi rey, entonces, ¿qué ordena mi Señor? Someone who willingly accepts and says, I am your subject, Lord, what is it that you want from me? Yo voy a hacer lo que tú me digas. I am going to do what you tell me to do. Y ahí está el reino. And that is the kingdom. ¿Eres un súbdito? You're a subject. Yes. Right? Are you a subject? O sea, lo que tú digas, mi señor. Are you a subject? Whatever you es say, la gente que necesitamos. Those are the people we need. Lo que Dios diga. Whatever God says. Lo que el rey diga. Whatever the king says. No las noticias. Not what the news tells no you. No los pronósticos. Not the prognosis. No los diagnósticos. Not, diag not the diagnosis. No el horóscopo. Not the horoscope. No los adivinos. Not the uh, fortune tellers. Okay. Okay. No las galletitas cuando come comida Not china. The, um, the cookie, what is it called? The, the, fortune, the cookies. fortune cookies. Nada de eso. None of that. Lo que él diga. What he says. Amen. Amen. ¿Les parece interesante analizar esos principios que están en el primer capítulo de la Biblia? Do you guys find in this interesting for us to be able to look at these things which we find first in the first book of the Bible? Vamos a ver uno o dos y dentro de ocho días cerramos first el año chapter. viendo el resto. First chapter. Por ejemplo, ya vimos uno, si no lo vamos a ampliar, que el deseo de Dios era que nosotros confiáramos en Él para lo bueno y lo malo, ¿cierto? You know, and we, we've already talked this a little bit, and we're not going to expand on this anymore, but, you know, that God wanted us to uh, trust, be, him. trust Him to know what is, for, from Him to know what is good and bad. No es, ay, a mí esto me parece bueno. Not from your own understanding and knowledge, like, I think this is good. Señor, ¿esto te parece bien? Lord, do you think this is good? También parece buenísima. Because I think this is great. No? Right? Okay. Okay. Si él dijo no, no. If he said no, no. ¿Cierto? Right? Ay, no, señor, yo no quiero hacer eso. Oh, a mí no me gusta. That, like eso es malo. That's bad. ¿Lo tengo que hacer? I have to do it. Okay. Okay, so I will. I will do it. Eso es que él sea el rey, ¿vale? Right? That is what it means to make him the king. Pero luego entonces empieza la Biblia. And so, you know, the Bible starts off. Hablando de que todo era un desorden, todo era caótico, todo era oscuridad. That everything was chaotic, everything was in disorder, everything was darkness. Y entonces Dios dijo. And so then God, he said. Esa palabra dijo en el hebreo original. God, uh, sorry, that word said in the original Hebrew. Es expresó sus deseos con vida. It's, it means that he expressed his desires with life. Es como cuando uno dice, como cuando uno dice, es que es fácil decirle a alguien, ay te bendigo. You know, because you, you know, you might hear this probably from somebody who might say, you know, it's easy for you to say, I bless you. Han a How many of you have blessed someone? Te bendigo. I bless you. 
No es que va para un viaje largo y va sin plata. Te bendigo. Oh, you know, they're going on a Yo journey te bendigo. I, they're going on a journey that costs a lot of money. I bless you. Eso se llama babosada. And that's called foolishness. Te bendigo. I bless you. O sea, son palabras sin vida. So they're words without life. ¿Qué sería una expresión de vida? What is an expression of life? Te bendigo. Here you go. I bless you. O yo llamo a alguien que te reciba, entonces te bendigo. Que or, te vaya bien. Ya hice algo para que te vaya bien. Alguien te va a recibir, te va a transportar del aeropuerto, te va a dar hospedaje. Te bendigo. Or I bless you. I've already called someone that lives where you're going. They're going to come pick you up. They're going to give you a place to stay. They already arranged everything. So you're good to go. I bless you. ¿Te entiende la diferencia? Do you understand the difference? Es que hay muchas maneras de orar. You know, there's many ways for us to pray. Por ejemplo, ahí la, yo no sé cómo vas a decir esto en inglés. Pero hay la lloración. There is a, a term known as the, the crying weep, prayer. The weeping, yeah, crying prayer, the weeping prayer. ¿Sí sabes que hay gente que va no a orar sino a llorar? You know, there's people that don't go to pray but they just to weep. Ay, señor. Lord. <laughs> Okay, eso es tipo de oración. Okay, that's a type of prayer. A nosotros nos gusta mucho practicar aquí, tratamos de, de practicar la oración. And we like to do something here if it's called prayer in action. O amor en acción. Or love in action. Porque esa es la otra, yo te amo. Because you can say someone, oh, I love you so te much. Amo. I love you. Si hay algo que me fastidia a mí a los cristianos que me saludan, mi amado. You know, if there's something that bothers me sometimes from the Christians that come and say hi to me, it's like, amado oh, my, pastor. My beloved pastor, beloved. Este man no me ha mostrado amor de ninguna manera. Like, this guy has never me love in any way. Ni un café de Tim Hortons me ha dado. They haven't even given me a coffee from Tim Hortons. Mi amado. My beloved. ¿A cuánto les gusta ser amados de palabras? How many of you guys just to be loved just by simple words? Suena bonito, pero no sirve para nada, sí. It sounds good, but it doesn't really do anything. Pero te amo. But if you say I love you. Entonces garantizo que no tengas hambre. So I'm guaranteeing and I'm making sure that you're not hungry. Que está haciendo frío, pero no te vayas a congelar. That if you're cold, that you're not going to go freeze. Es diferente, ¿cierto? It's different, right? Entonces esa palabra Dios dijo quiere decir que una expresión de su deseo viva. So when you know the Bible says God said, that means that there was an expression of his his uh, outward expression of what he was saying that was also bringing life. Entonces los deseos del corazón de Dios expresados produciendo vida. So the desires of God coming through and expressing themselves and giving life. Entonces, algo que es lo primero que Dios produce es luz. So y Dios dijo, haya luz. So one of the first thing that God says that he says he does, he says, let there be light. Genesis 1:3. Genesis 1:3. Entonces Dios dijo que haya luz. ¿Y qué creen? Hubo luz. You know, so Genesis 1:3 it says, then God said, let there be light and what do you think there was? There was light. Pero ojo con esto. But be careful with this. Dos versos más adelante, él dice que creó el crea el sol para que haya luz de día. So, you know, two, dos 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 two versículos ver, después. Two verses afterwards it says that he created the sun uh, and the moon. Right? The sun. Pa, to para producir luz en el día y luz en la noche. To create light in the night and light in the day. Entonces la luz de la que estaba hablando aquí no era luz natural. So the light which he was talking about in this verse in particular wasn't natural light. Entonces las tinieblas a las que él se estaba refiriendo allí the darkness that he was referring to here era la ausencia de la expresión de vida. Was the absence of the expression of life. 
Usted sabe que hay personas que son muy amorosas. Do you know that there's people that are very loving? Pero no hay nada. But they don't do anything. Te amo. I love you. Te bendigo. I bless you. Voy a orar por ti. I'm going to be praying que for te you. Vaya bien. I hope everything goes well for Siempre you. Y cuando no implique que yo me incomode, as, me cueste, me sacrifique, nada. As long as I don't have to become uncomfortable, I don't have to sacrifice anything, or I don't have to do anything. ¿Usted diría que esa persona está llena de expresión de vida? Do you think that that person is filled with the expression of life? Aunque le alumbra el sol. Even though the sunlight hits them, natural, although they look like they have natural light, no la luz de la que Dios está they don't aquí. have the light which God is talking about. Okay? All right? In the New Testament, in the first chapter of the Evangelio of Juan, it says that Jesus was the light. You know, in, in the, the New Testament, in the book of John, it talks about that Jesus was the light. Or, yeah. It says that the light came to the earth. Quiere decir que cuando Jesús vino estaba todo oscuras. So does that mean that when Jesus came to earth everything was in darkness? Había luz. There was already light. Del sol. The sunlight. Okay. Okay. Y había todo un sistema religioso. And there was already a system, a religious system that había had already been in place. Había un gran templo en Jerusalén. There was a great temple in Jerusalem. Y había sinagogas por todos lados. And there were synagogues all over the place. Todo el mundo hablaba de Dios. And everyone would talk about God. Todo el mundo se congregaba todos los sábados. Everyone would come and congregate on the Saturdays. Todo el mundo. Everybody. Pero el mundo estaba en tinieblas. But the world was in darkness. No estaba hablando de una luz natural. It wasn't talking about a natural no light. No había expresiones de vida, o sea, no había amor. There was no expressions of life, so that means that there was no love. Por eso Jesús pregunta, y cuando yo regrese a la tierra encontraré fe. And this is why when Jesus says, when I return, will I find faith? Encontraré fe. Will I find faith? Dice, algunos, incluso los escogidos, su amor se habrá enfriado. You know, even those who have been chosen, their love would uh, grow cold. Quiere decir, ya no tendrán luz. What does that mean? They will no longer have light. No porque no haya luz natural o luz de bombillos. Not that there will not be, you know, natural light or light from, from a source. No porque parezcamos muertos o zombies. Not because we would look like we're dead or zombies. Pero porque la luz de la expresión de vida, del amor del Padre no va a estar en Rather nosotros. because the light of the expression of life over us will not be living through us. Entonces lo primero que Dios crea. So the first thing that God creates. Es su amor. Is his love. Su luz. His light. Su hijo. His son. Por eso el Evangelio de Juan dice que él estaba en el principio. Por él fueron hechas todas las cosas. Por él todo lo que existe vino a existir. And this is why through him and by him all things were made. All things were created for him and by him. Por su luz, por su amor. By his light, by his love. Amen. Amen. Ustedes están más raros hoy. You guys are just very weird today. I don't know. Yo sé que es Navidad, ya nos vamos a ir. I know it's Christmas. Guys. Pero es que yo know, quiero que usted go. esta noche no simplemente ponga un muñequito en el pesebre, sino que nazca la luz en su corazón. I just don't simply want you guys to put a little baby Jesus inside your Esta noche no se trata de comer pavo, o cerdo y repartir regalos. And it's not about just, you know, eating turkey and maybe giving presents. No, es acerca de que la luz nazca en nosotros. No, it's about that the light will grow and live through us. Amen. Amen. La luz que expresa vida. The light that expresses life. El amor del Padre en nosotros. The, li- the love of the Father through us. Vamos a hablar uno, uno más y terminamos por hoy porque ustedes se quieren ir. We're going to talk briefly about one more because I feel like you guys just want to go. Nos habla aquí, por ejemplo, de los días. You know, and I want to talk to you guys about here. It talks to us about days. 
los días para nosotros y por la tradición ya de cientos y no miles de años pues empiezan a la madrugada cuando sale el sol y terminan en la noche al ocultarse el sol you know for ¿Sí many no? of us the day starts in the beginning when the sun sun by tradition cuando by tradition when the sun arise. co- uh, rises and then when it comes down that's how it eso es un día that's a day ¿Sí o no pero la biblia nos dice que para dios un día es muy diferente correct and, and you know for god it's different it's he does it in a different way los días empiezan al anochecer. You know, in the in for 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 us it starts well for for God what he's saying it starts the day starts when the sun goes down. Ahí empieza un día para Dios. That's when the day starts for God. Y luego termina al otro día al ocultarse. And it ends when the sun uh, sets. Al día siguiente. On the next day. Does that make sense? Oh, bueno. ¿Se entendió? Does that make sense? Porque eso tiene que romperse en nuestra mente. Because it has to break, something has to break in our minds. Esa idea de que el día empieza en la mañana. Something where you know we think that the day starts in the morning. El día empieza en la, en la, al anochecer. The, the, the evening in you know, English. In, in actuality, the day starts in the evening. Ahí empieza un día para Dios. That's where a day for God starts. Va a ser muy determinante para un cambio ter- tremendo que vamos a hacer. It's going to be very. Uh, d- um, Determined? No, but it's determined. No, it's going to be very important for us for a change that we're going to do uh, as a body, as a church. Entonces, ¿cuándo empieza un día para Dios? So when does a day start for God? Al anochecer. It, when it when it's dark, when it the termina el otro día. And you go to the next sunset. Okay. All right. Otra cosa, usted sabía que Another el nombre thing. de los días se empezó a poner en el año, en el siglo 400 de la era cristiana. Days el siglo cuarto de la era cristiana, perdón. Days were actually, or the way that the the, no, dates, de los días. the names of the days were actually put on the fourth uh, century after Christ's death. O sea, no miles de años después, cuando estamos hablando acá. Not thousands of years after, like we're talking about here. De hecho, sabía usted que los días de la semana, por lo menos en nuestra cultura, están nombrados acerca de los planetas. Did you know actually the days um, that we know today are actually named after the planets? Moon day, día moon, de la luna. Moon. Monday, which is the moon of the day, the day of the moon. Mar day, yeah, Mar. Uh, tu- oh, it works in Spanish. Uh, tu- <laughs> Tuesday, which uh, in Spanish, Marte, Mars, Mars day. Romanos, que los romanos and Romans, hicieron eso. And Romans, uh, Mar- uh, day of Mars. Júpiter es el día de, de, de Júpiter. De Júpiter, planeta Júpiter. Jueves. Thursday uh, is uh, named Jup- after Jupiter. Ah... Uh, Viernes es del planeta Venus. Uh, Friday is actually uh, linked with Venus. Saturday con Saturno. Saturn uh, with Saturday. Saturn, okay. Uh, uh, el domingo es Sunday, el día del sol. And Sunday, uh, the day of the sun. Que después se nombró Dominicus Day, que es otro cuento raro. Pero <laughs> Then it was turned into Dominic, Dominicus Day, which is another... Ah, se me olvidó el miércoles, que es Sorry. Mercurio. Oh, and then obviously I forgot Wednesday, which is named after Mercury. By the way, it's not a joke because many people are, are laughing, but it's not a joke. It's, it's a real thing. Eso no es real un chiste, es actually, es algo real. Eso fue algo que pasó. Los nombres están, los días de los de los uh, de los de la semana fueron nombrados por los astros. The days of the week were actually named by the uh, the ast- uh, by astrology. So cuando Dios creó los días, so then when God created the days, no tenían nombre. They didn't necessarily have names. ¿Sabes cómo se llamaban? You know what they were called? Primer día. First day. Segundo día. Second day. Tercer día. Third day. Cuarto día. Fourth day. Quinto día. Fifth day. Sexto día. Sixth day. Día de descanso. Day of rest. 
¿Cómo se llamaban? How were they called? Primero, segundo, tercero, cuarto, quinto, first, sexto. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Y séptimo, día de descanso. Day of rest, which was the seventh day. Okay. Okay. Importante que tengan eso en cuenta. This is very important for you guys to keep this in mind. Porque es que hoy hay mucha babosada religiosa que si es el sábado, que si es el domingo, que si es... si no existía cuando Dios lo creó, ¿por qué vamos a poner una norma humana a algo que Dios no instituyó? Because if you know, you might hear a lot of religious foolishness coming from you know the day of rest or the day where you have to spend time with God or whatever is on a Saturday or on a Sunday or on a Friday, whatever day doesn't necessarily matter. It, this all has to do with uh, you know work six and then rest one. Porque el Señor dice aquí que seis días trabajó y el séptimo descansó. You know, and this is what the Lord was talking about when He talks to us in Genesis that He worked for six days and on the seventh He rested. Amen. Amen. Se me olvidó uno muy importante y estaba al principio. And I forgot one more that is very important is at the beginning actually. Continuamos el próximo la próxima semana con el séptimo día. Uh, you know, the next week we'll talk about the seventh day. Pero pero sí me tengo que terminar con este porque estaba antes y me equivoqué. But I want to talk about this one because this was before and I, and I made a mistake. Y es el principio del orden. And I want to talk to you guys about order. Dios bendijo y creó vida, no expresó vida, no solo dijo, ay, los bendigo, no, sino expresó vida y provocó muchas cosas. You know, it says that the word says that God blessed them or blessed the day or whatever, but he didn't just say like, oh, bless, no, he, he expressed life over that. Entonces, él, él bendijo las aguas y, y o bendijo la tierra y hubo fruto. Different ways. Pero queremos que Dios nos use para los demás. But we want God to use us for others. Señor, dame este don para bendecir. You know, you might say, Lord, give me this gift so I can bless. El Señor dice, no, primero ordena tu vida y entonces vamos a hacer And the Lord says, no, first fix your life and then we'll talk about. O sea, ponte bajo mi gobierno. You know, so what that means is put yourself under my government. ¿Entiendes? Under my sovereignty. Entonces no es lo que queremos hacer por el mundo. And it's not what we want to do for the world. Es primero sujetarme a ti. It's first we come into alignment with you. Y entonces después él hace con nosotros todo lo que él quiere hacer. Therefore then he does whatever he pleases and wishes to do with us. Ese principio lo podemos llamar bendecidos para bendecir. And this principle what we could name it is blessed to bless others. Or blessed to be blessed. Oh yeah, blessed to be a blessing. Dios quiere bendecirte. God wants amen. to bless you. Amen. Amen, amen. amen. I also receive this. Para que seas bendición para otros. So that you would be a blessing to others. Pero primero tú tienes que entrar en la bendición. But first you must come into agreement with the blessing. Porque una vez que tú eres bendecido, Because once you're blessed, Él te usa para bendecir a todas las familias de la tierra, dice. He's going to use you to bless other families <coughs> here in the, in the world. Okay? Amen. Entonces, ¿y cómo hacemos para que Él nos bendiga? So what do we do or how do we do so that He would bless us? Poner en orden o alinearnos con su diseño. We come in, into order or we align ourselves with his design. En cualquier área. In any area. Todo lo que se alinea con su diseño. Everything that is lined up to his design. Entra en la bendición. Enters into the blessing. Miren que todo lo que Dios creó dio fruto abundante. Look and, and look how God, everything that he created, it bared fruit. Dios creó las aguas. He created the waters. Y fueron llenas de vida en abundancia. And they were given life and life in abundance. Si no me cree, vaya a cualquier puerto en cualquier lugar del mundo a la hora que descargan los barcos de pesca. You know, if you don't believe me, go to any port uh, where they you usually come quiero. in the morning and they, uh, well, they come and they uh, are releasing the catch of the day. Y van a ver la abundancia que hay. And you're going to see the abundance that there is. La tierra, the earth, da frutos, animales, pájaros, mariposas, fruits, 
animals, butterflies, en abundancia. In abundance. Pero el primero crea el ambiente. But first he creates the atmosphere. The environment. The environment. Para que entonces la vida, su expresión de vida pueda fluir. So that way his, his expression, the expression of life would be able to go, come out. Es un principio espectacular o no. It's a principle that's quite spectacular. ¿Qué ordeno en mi vida? What do I have to put into order in my life? ¿Qué ordeno en mi casa? What do I have to put in order in my house? ¿Saben el orden de nuestra casa tiene mucho que ver? You know, the order that we have in our homes has a lot to do with it. No podemos tener un desastre de casa llena de desorden. We can't have a disaster of a home y esperar que Dios nos use para bendecir a otros. And have God bless it to bless others. Porque dice, lo primero que tienes que hacer es ordenar. Because the first thing you have to do is order. Y entonces la bendición viene con toda la expresión de vida. And then the blessing comes with all the expression of life. Amen. Amen. Oigan, todos eran buenas noticias. Todos tienen una cara como de hoy es Navidad. Everything that we were just talking about is a good thing. It's good news. You know, you guys have a face. It's Christmas Day, guys. Pongámonos de pie. What do we raise our, raise our feet? Yo pensé que el día de Navidad era un día fácil para predicar y había sido los días más difíciles. You know, I thought maybe Christmas was one of those days where preaching would be very easy, but I feel like today has been one of the hardest to teach. ¿Saben que todos estos son las buenas noticias de Dios para nosotros? Did you know that these are the good news of God for us? En realidad lo que se celebra el día de Navidad Truly what we're celebrating Christmas Day no es un cumpleaños. It's not necessarily a birthday. Es la el recordatorio de que ese padre que nos ama tanto envió la luz a la tierra. You know, it's a reminder that that father who loved us very much brought that light here on earth. La luz de su expresión de vida. The light of the expression of life. La luz de su amor por nosotros. The expression of love for us. Y no la envió simplemente para que ande por ahí y nosotros de espectadores. And he didn't just bring it so that we would, you know, just walk around as spectators. Pero la envió para que cada uno nazca en nosotros, para que nazca en cada uno de nosotros. But that rather we birth and be born in every single one of us. La religión nos dice que Jesús era tan pobre que tuvo que nacer en un pesebre. Religion teaches us that Jesus was so poor that he needed to be born in a manger. No, él tocó en todos los hoteles de la ciudad su papá y su mamá, pero no había espacio. O sea, tenían para pagar hasta el cinco estrellas, pero no había espacio. As a matter of fact, his father and mother they knocked in every hotel that they could find, even the five star ones, but they were all filled up. No es porque eran pobres. It's not because they were poor. Es porque nadie tenía espacio para él. Is that nobody had space for him. Tú no necesitas ser pobre para recibir a Jesús. You don't need to be poor to receive Jesus in your heart. Necesitas abrir un espacio para que nazca. You need to open up a space so that he would be born. A todo lugar donde los papás de Jesús iban. In every space that the parents of Jesus would go. Estamos llenos. They would say to him, we're full. No hay espacio. We're at capacity. No cabe. It doesn't, it won't, you guys won't fit. Y yo que para Is there space for Jesus in your life? O no tengo tiempo. Or I don't have time. Estoy demasiado ocupado. Or I'm extremely busy. No hay lugar. Or there's no space. Esa es la pregunta. That is the question. A los suyos vino y los suyos no le recibieron. To, to, to those who were his he would go to them and they didn't accept them he came for you is there space in your heart to receive him is there space in your agenda to you know to put him in 
Is there space in your life for him? Así sea para aceptar un bebé un recién nacido en tu corazón. Even if it's just to receive and accept a, a newborn child in your heart. Y permitir que crezca en ti. And to allow him to grow in you. Que madure. To mature. Y se convierta en la expresión de amor para muchos más. To become the expression of life for others as well. Hay espacio para ti, para Jesús en tu vida. Is there space for Jesus in your life? I'd like for you to just close your eyes and think about this for a moment. Lord, do I truly have space for you in my heart? Is there any way that your spirit could be born in me? Is there any way that your spirit that your spirit can put your desires in me? Is there any way that you could grow and, and, and like showcase the expression of love that you have for me? So that many would be able to be loved by you through me? Oramos para que esta enseñanza llegue muy profundo en tu corazón y produzca fruto, fruto que permanezca, fruto abundante. Te invitamos a seguirnos en nuestras redes sociales, en Instagram y en Facebook, Nuevo Amanecer TO, en nuestro canal de YouTube, Nuevo Amanecer Toronto, y también en nuestra página web, nuevoamanecer.ca. Bendiciones para todos.